0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Talk is Jeep. I am Art.
1: And I am Tom.
0: And we are your hosts for this podcast. This is a uh, recap. We have just completed the 29th Drummond Island Jeep Jamboree.
1: And what a good kind of tired this is.
0: It is a good kind of tired. This has been a whirlwind. We touched a little bit on... Those details in the last podcast, but we, you know, ran from work, literally ran from work, <laughs> drove um, about 1,100 miles to get to this event in the in the JL soft two door sport that I uh, I call Snow Dog, and um, you know we 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 wheeled it for for two days, <laughs> and then we're driving. You know, another twelve hundred or so miles to go to a job right after
1: this. So a good break, a busy break, a quick break, and we've got the sunburn to show for it. We've got all the burn. It, it yeah. <laughs> we, we we are burnt in in many many ways, and and
0: the sun was only part of the damage. Right, but um, there was no damage to the jeep. That's. Which was always, it's always a good thing. That's not, a not, plus. That, not that I've ever really damaged it, but I have broken some fender flares and some taillights and a license plate bracket on occasion. But for the most part, the Jeep uh, came out uh, clean and uh,
1: fully functional and intact. And, and as you'll get into, it was a group of really experienced Jeepers who kind of pushed things on some, you know, testy grounds and, uh, and no one got damaged. I would say that this
0: this event for me was a first with the the new the newly installed lockers right the ARB lockers that I had put in um, both front and rear and I wanted to do some trails that were you know maybe a little more aggressive than I would have chosen in the past only because I wanted to test the the equipment you know put the put the pedal to the metal as they say
1: and as well as your
0: ability to handle that yeah yeah so they do this particular event a little differently normally you get a list of trails and they give you descriptions and then they evaluate your vehicle and then you know they see what's the fit for your vehicle on that trail this was different this jamboree does groups and they I think it's almost better they seem to group. Yeah. The vehicles by driver experience level. And they really just ask you. It's it's like a no one's testing you. No one's testing your Jeep knowledge, right. your gear ratios, anything like that. What do you
1: want to do? What can you do? Yeah. And then they listen to you.
0: But what what was good about that is that we had as you sort of teased, we had a collection. I mean, I don't know how many rigs were in our group. Um, at, at least fifteen. Yeah, uh, I would say
1: fifteen to eighteen.
0: Let, let's say fifteen rigs in our group, and there were multiple groups with, uh, you know, the same amount of rigs, give or take. But our group, there was not one time that we had to winch. Right. There was not one time that we had to take out a uh, recovery strap. Um, There were some times where it took some people, including myself, a little bit of time to get over an obstacle. But I would say on every challenge, everyone did very, very well. And that's unlike other jamborees, some that you've done with me, some that I've done in other places. Sometimes you get a person who is not really of the same skills the other drivers and then things can get bogged down. And and not that that's, you know, a negative thing in all circumstances because everyone has to learn and find their way, but I think it's best when you match up the expectations of the vehicle and the driver and the group.
1: Right. And there was a lot of learning today. And you know, shout out to Dave and Mike, who were, you know, excellent spotters. They helped people find the lines. They talked it out. And the the other drivers, with a really vast array of different rigs, which we'll get into, you know, everybody talked. Everybody was really focused on what would work. And I learned more today than I've ever learned. Just just watching these people talk and work together. Some had been through multiples. There were a couple of first-timers. It was really great.
0: Yeah, it was it was a good group. I mean, the, as you said, there was quite a uh, what is the word a potpourri, a potpourri, a potpourri. <laughs> it was quite a potpourri of vehicles. It was there. There was a family of uh, five jeepers, not like brothers and sisters, um, all, uncles, but yeah. uncles and 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 children, nephews. But five of them, they all had different. Um, mm different level of jeeps but some of their jeeps were completely you know stud cj on 40s you know with one ton axles and you know just like bulletproof and then there were a couple of others that were you know in between and some that were almost i would say unlifted but they might have stuffed like 35s or 37 inch tires right under their uh, rubicons
1: Yeah, so there was a whole, you know, array. You had some of the the unlimiteds, the four doors, you had the two doors, so you saw how the wheelbase would would work into some of these really, you know, technical rocky climbs and ledges, and we got the opportunity to go over uh, Marblehead, you know, which was out on a beautiful peak overlooking uh, Lake Huron. Hey, (laughs) Marble Eyes. (laughs) But it, it was it was really fascinating.
0: As you alluded to, like you could watch and and this was this was the the great part. So the guides wouldn't tell you like here's the line, follow me. Like we would go to these obstacles and there would be multiple choices, and each choice was sort of a different level of risk reward. Right. And so we would pull up to the obstacle, everybody would get out, walk the obstacles, look at the lines, talk to each other a little bit and then of course the uh the Renegade the Stud CJ Jeep <laughs> that was uh Renegade I mean he would go first and everyone just you know wanted to see that that beast
1: you know do its thing and and well he had an aggressive eye and then that beast you know taking some of those lines it was like all right <laughs> yeah but but for me Mm-hmm. Because you know my Jeep is not built to
0: that level, and my skill is not at that level of that uh, that particular Jeeper was. But you could watch and you could see, and I'm going okay. He's struggling on that part. That would color my decision making, right? And so we would watch, and and so there were a couple of these, you know, stud vehicles at the front and then there were some you know we had a couple of smaller two doors non rubicons rubicons we had right. a couple of four doors that were non rubicons so there was a combination of jeeps spread out through the rest of the pack we'd all try to watch as much as we could before we had to get up to the, the <laughs> right. decision making like, point oh i got to run back to the jeep just to see but it was <laughs> uh it was great because the I, for me, I mean, my Jeep now with the lockers and, um, you know, my confidence has been going up. I really just felt like I got over some things that I probably wouldn't have even attempted uh, last year.
1: Right. I mean, and to underscore, you know, the point of learning it at first, it's it was almost a little annoying because we were so used to just driving with the pack and following the line. And, you know, the brakes were like, all right, we got to stop, we got to get out. But in the end, it was fascinating because there were so many choices and everybody was so tuned into, you know, which line can we do? What can this Jeep do? And it it really was, I'm coming away with it with a lot more learning experience than than I expected.
0: So, like, what what were some of the things that you were able to, you know, learn and put into your universe
1: well that 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 jeeps are probably more capable than i realized watching them take a line on on these rock ledges you know there were stair steps and things that i would not imagine that it could go over i would be worried about the differential i would be worried about the drivetrain but watching how they'd hit these steps sometimes at a really weird angle 45 degrees going sideways and making those you know quick turns i'm like you know that it taught me more about how to ride you know so watching watching you and knowing what my jeep can do i'm like well maybe i can do a little bit more than i thought previously
0: should we should we tell your wife that you've purchased
1: lockers and 37 inch tires just tell her i needed them for work and uh she'll get it
0: (laughs) okay so there (laughs) there you go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mrs. Tom, we have we have a work project that Tom needs to uh,
1: handle. I do think I need a new axle. My my old TJ Sahara is uh, maybe not well equipped enough to uh, follow you up the trail. Now
0: you know we were like, we, there was this older gentleman who was a passenger in a jeep with his son, and at first glance, we sort of was like, oh, okay, it's just an old guy is kind of right. out for the day, and then we got to talk to this gentleman. And he was a very serious jeeper, Through
1: and he the had years. a lot
0: of yeah, a lot of you know. He started the you know this particular Jeep jamboree, and you know he started other jamborees, and and uh, he's involved in other clubs, and and
1: drives an old uh, Willys. He's an yeah, old army guy,
0: yeah, but like you know, really great conversations with that person, but. You know, on first inspection, it didn't seem like he was that interested. It
1: seemed like he was just along for the ride.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Which is, you know, awesome because you do get to talk to people at these things and you get to learn a little slice of, you know.
1: No, that's what's the best about it. They take the breaks. You get to sit with everybody um there are a lot of breaks maybe too many breaks sometimes sometimes when when you're traversing the the terrain and there's a lot of get here to go there you know and all that but so in our group we had a great group the orange group today was great favorite jeep for you in the group besides your own
0: oh well uh i would say that the renegade cj was probably my favorite
1: yeah that was that was just seeing him fly over everything was incredible. I'm in love with Cliffs LJ. He had this bright orange 06 LJ5 6 speed and that's like a unicorn in the TJ world, you know, to have, you know, the ex, little bit of an extended wheelbase and that thing he climbed over everything and just sliced it like butter. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah, that was a nice rig and and uh, he drove it he drove it well. Yeah. And there were some there were some other drivers that, you know, you look at them and you look at their rig and then you would think, oh, you know, they're gonna take the easy line. And you know, one point in midday, like, these guys were going up, you know, the the renegade line. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was crazy. Like, but I think there is something about seeing someone approach it in a vehicle that's similar to yours. And you're like, wow, okay, I could probably get up that right. And I know that it happened to me once or twice uh, over the last two days where I saw someone go over a line that I thought I wasn't ever going up or down and I was read at the last minute. Wow, he made it. Maybe I'm I'll gonna try. do it. No, I did. I mean it was right. there was no doubt about it. If I saw someone do it in a rig that looked like mine, I wasn't gonna let my um, trepidation. My fear getting in the way.
1: No, it was good because it, it gave you that confidence. You know, being around all these other Jeepers, you know what the Jeeps can do, and it, it kind of pushes you, not to the point of, you know, being stupid and dangerous, but, you know, you see you've got everybody around you. They've, they've got, you know, their eyes on what's going on because this park, especially there's some tired spots. There was a lot of loose stuff, and they were very mindful of that. You know, they were working around places that were tired. They were helping build up little spots so you could make those steps. It it wasn't a hands off journey. It was, it was really, you know, quite educational.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I would agree with that. And, and, uh, in addition to the learning that you, you know, had just observing, because you were, you were my co pilot. I didn't let you drive my Jeep. My wife was saying I should let you drive my Jeep. <laughs> I wouldn't ready. want to be that responsible. I am not quite ready to <laughs> let, let someone else pilot it. But um, what I did learn myself was that the uh, the Hero 8 is waterproof. <laughs> As is the 7. Well, I'm not certain about that, but I'll take your word for it. But I, I saw, watched it. I saw the Hero 8 go under the water (laughs) on a swamp run. We were treading through some some serious water, serious swamp mud.
1: (laughs) And uh, the Hero 8 kept recording. It did. It did. The 7 did well. We haven't seen the footage yet, but I watched it. And, uh, you know, so both of them were right there at the sill and water was up and over and it kept going. We will share a link to uh, maybe an edit and
0: maybe some footage, maybe some clips from this particular jamboree. Um, Tom, what is next? What is next for you,
1: your next Jeep adventure? What I am dying to do is just take my 03 Sahara we've dubbed Julius on the beach. Haven't been able to do it yet. I live on Cape Cod. Uh, We've got the passes, the ORV passes to Sandy Neck Beach, Nosset Outer Beach, and we haven't had time. It's been a busy summer. It's been crazy. So my next Jeep journey is going to be a beach day. Um, And then after that, I'm looking forward to Bethel, Maine for that Jeep Jamboree. Yes, that'll be in October? Late September. Late September.
0: Late September, yes. Yeah, so my my next Jeep adventure is driving fourteen hours to <laughs> to Tyson's Virginia. That's an adventure because um, you know it's a two door Jeep on a long stretch of oh, driving. You'll let but me drive part of that, won't you? I, I will absolutely <laughs> drive part of that. You know there is something to be said about driving because there's a lot of people who trailer their vehicles yeah. to these events. And there is nothing wrong with that. I I don't have the financial means to have a pickup truck and a trailer just to tow my Jeep around. But there is something, I think, to be said about driving the vehicle that you're going to wheel to the
1: event, wheel it, and then be able to drive it home. Well, that went into some of your thinking today on some of the paths you took, some of the lines. It did. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, this is a daily driver, but which but, is... it,
0: but it, I I think even more than just like my whatever feelings on preserving it, mm-hmm. I think it's a testament to to Jeep as a vehicle, to Jeep as a vehicle as a brand, mm-hmm. as a as as a manufacturer. Like they build these vehicles so well that we. I mean, we drove. 1,100 miles on the highway on mud-terrain tires at 75 miles an hour. And it was very manageable. I mean, I can't hear anything, but other than that, it was manageable. You got to
1: turn the music up and just listen for the beat.
0: But we wheeled it, and then we're driving it 1,200 miles back at 75 or 80 miles an hour. Like, there's that's impressive.
1: And it did some super human stuff in the it meantime. It,
0: and it did and it did very very well. It and did. Yes. The last obstacle I I didn't want to push, you know, it was funny. There was that one uh two-door Rubicon with without the lift but with stuffed with big tires. Yes. With almost no clearance like you know, he was hitting the wheel wells. He was bumping. But <laughs> he drove it like it was a rented mule. Yeah. And that's the difference like sometimes you you don't want to push your vehicle because you know yes i i need to get home and then this is how i'm going right
1: if he didn't hit the right line that was a broken axle yes
0: yes so um there is something to be said about driving it to and from an event uh there were people there who did it who we mm-hmm. talked to who said it's a daily driver and you know that's you know, one approach. The other approach is just, you know, let it rip. Let it rip. More and skinny pedal.
1: Spend a couple weeks in the garage fixing yeah, it. And some, it. and for some, that's awesome. That's what they want to do. They want to push it as far as they can and, and, and fix what doesn't work.
0: <laughs> that's true. Well, we will share some videos and maybe some pictures that we have from this event. We did a bunch of recording on the GoPros and a drone. And uh, we're planning the next adventure. Maybe it'll be something that pops up in between if we can find the time. But until next time, I'm Art.
1: I am Tom. And this is Talk is Jeep. Enjoy.